So guys, in episodes 134, 135, 136 uh, and 138, I talked about secret commissions, uh, mostly in the context of a body corporate manager potentially taking secret commissions. Today I thought I'd talk about secret commissions that a caretaker might take and just uh, give my thoughts on what to look for there. So I can see effectively two problematic areas where uh, a lot owner might experience a caretaker taking uh, a secret commission. And if you if you need to go back to what is a secret commission, go back to episode episodes 134, 135. They'll they'll go through that for you. But the two main the two main areas where I see potentially open to abuse is when a caretaker goes off to get quotes for work for a body corporate, and where a caretaker is handling letting for an owner. So where a caretaker has an agreement in place to provide certain caretaking duties, quite often that agreement will provide that the caretaker has to go off and get quotes for the body corporate and present those to the committee. It's pretty standard. Often as a body corporate manager, we might not be familiar with the company that the caretaker goes and gets a quote or quotes from. Uh, Sometimes caretakers will ask me for who do you know who can do glass replacement or this or that, and I'll provide them details of companies we've used um, previously that have provided fairly decent service and no complaints. But yes, we have a caretaker going and getting work from a company uh, and I'm not familiar with that. I wouldn't say it rings alarm bells because obviously I don't know every company out there. But if you've got a company like um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, PTY, LTD, and you're being told that they do glass replacement, there's other perfectly good glass replacement companies they don't have a website, you can't find out any more information about them. You might have questions about that. So generally speaking, at this end, unless I'm instructed by the committee, oftentimes we will not, we, we don't have the time to delve into details of the company that the, the caretaker has gone and got a quote from. And sometimes, even if I do go and look at the QBCC qualifications and I get a copy of the certificate of currency of insurance, all very important things. I'm still, at the end of the day, not involved in or a party to the conversation that the caretaker might be having with that contractor along the lines of, listen, mate, if I get you this job, then I expect you to give me this percent of whatever it is that you're getting out of the job. I'm going to make sure you get the job, but you're going to give me money. That's effectively what a secret commission is. Now, does anyone out there raise your hand if you think that the contractor just um, takes a hit for that percentage? I'll guarantee you they don't. What it means is that the quote that you get is that much more expensive because it needs to cover the caretaker getting their percentage out of it. The other thing I'd say as well is that if I was to ring the contractor and and have a, a chat to them about to try and suss this information out, I don't know necessarily the contractor would 100% 100% be open with me about it because, you know, competition to get work, especially expensive work, like if it's $10,000 worth of steel bar replacement, that, that can be, you know, a cutthroat business to try and land those sorts of contracts. So why would they want to um, potentially ruin that and ruin the relationship with the caretaker? They probably wouldn't. So 
say the caretaker has gone ahead and got that sort of a quote and he's presented the quote, obviously the committee's not aware, the committee said, yes, please, can you go off and get a second quote? This is the secondary place where that can be difficult. The caretaker may well provide the second contractor with a slightly more involved scope of works with a view to getting a slightly more expensive quote, especially if he thinks that it's likely the committee providing a, a more expensive quote means that the committee is going to take that first quote. Do you see where I'm going with this? Again, I'm not a party to that because I'm not sitting there in the caretaker's office while he's having a conversation with contractor number two about that quote. So then two quotes are presented. Potentially the committee says, yes, we'll go with the cheaper quote. The caretaker gets a percentage out of that. As body corporate managers, how do we know that that's taken place? We're not seeing the money change hands between the contractor and the caretaker. We're not a party to it. We simply pay the contractor once the caretaker confirms that the work has been done and the committee gives us the okay to release the money. So in terms of how to deal with that, one thing that you can do is look at having the caretaker swear a statutory declaration that they're not receiving a commission. Another thing that you could look at doing is um, the committee could ask uh, a, a lawyer to go and do searches of the company that's providing the the quote, the first quote or the second quote, are the directors of that company also the directors of the caretaking company, for example? Or is he one of the directors or is it quite obvious that it's his wife's company? Those are the types of things that you're looking for. But you won't necessarily always know. If it is going on, oftentimes they're smarter than that. It'll be some third party that you just you can't discover what the link is. So let's talk about the secondary area where potentially owners might suffer as a result of secret commissions, and that's in letting. And this is an area that um, I often have absolutely nothing to do with, unfortunately, because that is an agreement between owners that are investors who appoint the caretaker to be their letting agent, to be basically their real estate agent and run their unit, renting it out, um, finding new tenants to go in there, dealing with maintenance issues and all those sorts of things. So obviously, if you are an owner and you live um, in Sydney or perhaps in Bogota, who knows where you live, you've given the on-site caretaker the job of looking after your particular unit. It's So it's part of the, the letting pool, as they call it. Your caretaker then potentially has an ability to do a couple of things that might be concerning. So maybe the cost of getting a plumber to come out and fix your tap is 80 bucks. But for whatever reason, you're getting charged 150. When you ask for a copy of that invoice, because you can't believe changing a tap might cost that much, you'll get an invoice, a copy of the invoice from the contractor for $150. What you might not be a party to or aware of is the fact that that plumber has been told, look, mate, I'll give you all of the work at this scheme doing all of the plumbing but I'm gonna require you to give me some of that money. Another example of where that type of issue might go on routinely will be for services like having your unit cleaned, having a bond clean done as part of people moving out. So you might have a situation where you're looking at your income statement for the end of the month when the tenant has moved out, and you can see a $500 bill for cleaning. But what you don't know is that in fact, the cleaners that did the work only actually got paid $300. Now they've submitted an invoice for $500. This involves two sets of people being quite dodgy and defrauding effectively you and the tax office, let's be clear. But how do you know that that's taken place? 
In many respects, you don't. Sometimes you might get a pissed off cleaner that decides that they no longer want to um, work with that particular caretaker, but that would involve them burning all bridges. If it's a large scheme, maybe it's 200 lots, 300 lots, that cleaner has the job of doing every single lot when people move out. That's a very large contract for them to throw away. So those are, those are examples of secret commissioners, secret commissions, sorry, that um, caretakers might be taking that you might not be aware of.